Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to talk about how and why and whether you should in fact share your work worries or your work anxiety and we're doing this because Juliana said she didn't want to talk about this topic and I do enjoy having the opportunity to put her on the spot every now and then just to see how long she can actually talk about the subject that she doesn't want to talk about. So we'll see how she goes. So sharing your work worries, your work anxiety, your work concerns. Obviously as human beings most of us have relationships of some kind whether it's family or close-up partners and our work does come into the other environments with us because we do have worries, we do have concerns, we do have deadlines we have to meet, things we're thinking about, the phone rings, the email comes in. So how do we manage that situation and ensure that we are not spreading the woe of our work or our worries and not making ourselves sick in either repressing it, holding it in, or sharing it with the wrong people. You may speak. Oh, okay. So we're talking about not talking about it or talking about it with the wrong people, right? I just want to go to talking about it and dividing that in two bits. One is talking about things with the right people at the right time, at the right proportion, obviously is a good thing. I think there is another bit, which certainly with me, but with others that I work with, is do need to talk about it and what is the value? If the value is it's not helping, it's just me reliving it, I don't really need to talk about it. Just which category does it fall in? They're not all the same, they're not all the same size, shape or, or that sort of problems. Because sometimes all you're doing is I'm talking about it, yes, I'm talking about it and it's already been processed. If you process it, you've got to understand yourself first and how your mind works and how, what See, makes you comfortable. See, I think that's the issue is that it hasn't been processed. Right. It's, it's the, that you've got this worry, you've got this situation and don't know how to process it or have procrastinated about processing yeah. it. With procrastination is one we're going, to, we're going to have a special guest to talk yes. about procrastination. But I, I think that that's where the, the first of the problem starts, is that if you're not processing the anxieties and the worries and the concerns in, in a particular way, if you haven't got a process for processing right. what's happening at work, then you will feel a need to share it all the time with someone else because you think that by saying it somehow some magical answer will come mm. or that you'll feel better by releasing the tension, the frustration. You know, that's not going to resolve it. Re releasing it doesn't make it go away. Yeah. It just spreads it. But, it, you know, it's really talking about am I enjoying the telling of it and seeing mm. people's reaction a bit? It's a bit the drama angle. And to me, don't go there because, A, you're going to burn the, the people that <laughs> you are part of the process that helps you. And B, you need to figure out who to talk to. So let, let's maybe deal with that one. I'm a strong believer in there's certain things you might talk to your partner about or your best friend and there's certain things that you best not because they work related and it might be that you have a confidant at work but you've got to be very careful with that because they'll have their own experiences and biases and interactions <coughs> as well. Again, obviously you know that both you and I can believe in mentoring so 
a mentor who is someone that you can really trust, independent, got nothing to do with your organisation. They will help you process it, but sometimes by just listening, which is a big chunk of, of it, you don't need to hold it in. And once you process it, sometimes you'll be able to work out you thought it was a big drama and it ended up being not so bad. And sometimes you think I was just in passing, you sniggling at me, I'll just bring it up at the next mentoring meeting. And it comes up and you think, oh, I'm glad I caught this one. It had the potential for exploding. And so try and have a, a system where you, whatever it is for you, um, categorize it and then decide about who in your circle this is best to discuss with. I think that's a good approach because it means that you're actually addressing the issues, addressing the worries. And, and perhaps there might be some concern where you get to a point where you can't identify what is causing the anxiety. So how do you go about looking at what is it that is making you uncomfortable, is making you anxious? How do you identify it? Because perhaps there also we're hitting the procrastination wall and we're hitting the... I don't really want to look any closer because I don't. I think it's going to be a big issue, and I don't know how I'm going to handle the bigger issue. Mm -hmm. So, how do we look at identifying what it is that's causing the worry when it's when it's not an obvious one, where you just feel like, oh, things are not quite right. I just don't know what it is. So that's what we tell ourselves. One of the tools I used <laughs> with some of my mentees. Some are very jump in and have the meeting and some are very organised and structured. So each one is different. For those that we worked out it's a good approach is that before you're coming to the mentoring meeting, which is pre-planned or called especially, it can be, you write out the main things that happened between the last meeting and this meeting that you like to cover. And often is what you said happens, it says, I'm not really sure if I had to describe how was my last week or fortnight? I don't know. There's something niggling. I don't know what it is. Mm. So when you prepare for the meeting, you're preparing what happened, not in detail, but the main things that you did. So when you are talking it through in, in a confidence, trustworthy sort of environment, then you're talking about, okay, so what happened? So we had strategy meeting during that time. We had a a particularly customer issue, we had this and this, so you, you mention all of those and then you go through them and you go through them as you give them just the topic, what happened, we had three meetings, I went interstate for a visit or whatever, then you start, as you're talking, you will identify which out of those seem to be the one that may be causing you unrest. So by thinking about what is it between the meetings and then at the meeting, most of the time people come already knowing it's one of those three or it is that one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just during the meeting discussion because they didn't have time to process. Yeah. I think there's, there's also an opportunity for you to, to do a bit more immediate management. If you've got this feeling that, there's, that you're not quite satisfied with what you're doing, perhaps it's time to go back to some sort of daily diary, for want of a better word, but, but not so much of the words, but just sometimes just a list of the things that you've done. A great list person, so I actually do the list before the day starts and work my way through it. And then like all good list writers, if I do something that's not on the list, I put it on the list and then cross it off. That's a really good tip. You'll know you're a list person when you do that. 
But perhaps at the end of the day, to and I know I've seen it work with uh, someone very recently where they were just, you know, at the end of the day thinking, oh, I haven't really got through much, I haven't done much. And I said, well, yeah, let's just put down all the things that got done today. And by the time that list was done, it was you look back on it and you think, that was good. I didn't get done the thing that I thought I was going to do today, but I got all this other stuff yes. done. And so it changes the focus yeah. from what didn't get done to what did get done and gives you a different feeling. And so then you can look at what didn't get done, why didn't it get done, how can I break that down to make it a bit easier to get done in component parts the next time I try to attempt it. And so you've, you come out with a much better feeling because yeah. not only have you identified what did get done, but if you address the issue that's giving you this underlying feeling of anxiety or unease, and you haven't had to share that with anybody. Yes. You can do that yourself. Which is a good point on the two, two points there. One is that's when you put it in that category, I already processed it, so mm -hmm. I don't need to relive it. And the other one is to, with, with you, looking at I had a list and I finished some of it but not the others that that's actually something to be rewarding yourself for because you showed adaptability flexibility and not a mind where it just was on the list tunnel and didn't see that there's other priority things that came your way that needed to be done now so to be that is good way of managing your day your um, projects and your people good well, I think we've probably covered that sufficiently for this time around, but if you've got more things that you'd like us to talk about, please drop us a line. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Bugana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec.